With just about three weeks to go until Lakers training camp begins, we've definitely got some holes in this roster. Are the Lakers going to be making a move? Currently have 13 spots right now, two more left, as some new faces are emerging as potential trade candidates. We've got to break it all down here today. Let's get started. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, right now the Lakers have 13 guys on the roster, two more spots available. Obviously, there have been a ton of rumors recently about guys that the Lakers are reportedly trying to trade for. And most recently, there are actually three more faces that apparently the Lakers are interested in. One guy actually is uh, pretty familiar to Laker fans. Yeah, Hannah, one of the trade partners out there, and and maybe the most likely right now, seems to be the Utah Jazz. They have traded Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, their two stars. So they're obviously really in a complete dumpster mode right now, you know, a fire sale. And that means that veterans like, you know, the all-too-familiar Jordan Clarkson, who many Laker fans will remember fondly, uh, Bogdanovich, who's a very good three-point shooter. Mike Conley, he's really old now, but still, you know, a great point guard in his time and still might have something left in the tank. Those are three guys on the Utah Jazz that are probably going to be on the trading block uh, if the Lakers want to try to make a trade for them. Um, and then, of course, there's still the ever-lurking Indiana Pacers deal with most Laker fans are hoping will take place with Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. But it's just not clear at this point, with only three weeks left of training camp, what, if anything, the Lakers are going to do. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, Miles Turner and uh, and Buddy Heald are kind of my preferred, you know, picks for the Lakers. But, you know, interestingly enough, if you're looking at the most recent rumors of, you know, the Lakers getting Mike Conley, Bogdanovich, and then Jordan Clarkson, who, you know, I love Jordan Clarkson. Obviously, he's not a superstar, but he's been playing great for the Utah Jazz. He's had a nice career since leaving the Lakers. You know, that couldn't be, a, that would be a pretty good option as well. Obviously, the Lakers definitely need some more shooting to surround, you know, LeBron and AD and all three of those guys are really good three-point shooters you know especially Mike Conley um and I think dad you know when you're when you're looking at this Lakers roster as is it's not that impressive (laughs) I mean I I hate to say it but I I think the Lakers they have to do something uh they they've got to add some kind of something to this roster now whether or not that means you know keeping Russell Westbrook which apparently they're actually fine with keeping him as well and you know apparently they're we're fine going into the season with Russ on our roster and kind of hoping that you know the new system with new head coach Darvin Ham maybe it's just a better mix with him but I don't know data I just think as this roster stands right now I think we've got to get another couple of players, and I think the only way to really get some players that could really help us is, is to trade Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Hannah, uh, you know, the roster is is not very impressive at the moment. There's just there's no way around that. If you're going to be a Laker fan and you're going to be honest about it, you know, uh, we've gotten younger, we've gotten more athletic. I'm, I'm really disappointed that they got rid of Stanley Johnson. Uh, but be that as it may, uh, you know, you say to yourself, Who's going to guard Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on this team? Because they don't have any size, really, at the wing position. Uh, It's kind of like last year where they got a few big guys, but mostly it's just kind of a small team. And, and, uh, you know, I don't know who's going to guard those two guys on the Clippers. So, you know, uh, wing 
positions, you know, I, I don't want to keep harking back to, to Kyle Kuzma, but somebody his size who can move a little bit like Kuzma is kind of what the Lakers are missing. And then, of course, the three-point shooting. Uh, you know, this team could be ugly when it comes to three-point shooting. Now, you never know, Hannah. You know, they got a bunch of young guys now. They could step up. Some guys could have career years. And so all is not lost. I don't mean to suggest that. But on paper, I think the Lakers have some holes to fill, and there's not a lot of time to fill them. Exactly. And, you know, listen, the game has changed so much where, you know, three-point shooting really is key right now. I mean, that's what's been, you know, Golden State's, you know, bread and butter the last, man, I can't even remember how many years. But, you know, the league has really changed where it's not just about having these bigs who can dominate the paint. It really is, you know, knocking down your three-point shots. And the Lakers right now, I mean, like you said, Dad, you know, we've got some young guys. So I guess you just, you never really know what happens when the season starts and who really uh, goes out there and impresses you. But right now, the Lakers do not look like a team who's going to be making very many three-pointers, which is definitely worrisome. And it's why this, you know, recent rumor of potentially getting Mike Conley, Clarkson, and Bogdanovich could actually be a a really good fit because if you're looking at these players from a three-point standpoint, you know, Mike Conley made, you know, 169 three-pointers in, you know, the season uh, 2021, 2022. Uh, Jordan hit 190 and Bogdanovich 181. So, you know, those are, that's some pretty good numbers. And obviously, the Lakers could definitely need it. You know, if you want to kind of compare that to Russell Westbrook, uh, Wes uh, only needs 79. So obviously those guys uh, kind of almost doubling his, actually doubling it, all of them, uh, than Russ. Yeah. Um, you know, Bogdanovich is, is one of the better three-point shooters in the league. There's no question about that. And he's a pretty high-volume three-point shooter. I mean, his game is three-point shooting, you know, and he's, you know, around 40% most years. Uh, Mike Connolly, you know, has had a great career. You know, at his height, he was, you know, considered maybe the most, uh, you know, unappreciated but really good point guard in the league. You know, he's got to be at least 36 years old now, I would think. And so, you know, I'm not sure how much he's got left in the tank. Uh, And Jordan Clarkson, you know, our old friend Jordan Clarkson, who's probably around 28 now, I would imagine. Uh, You know, he's had a good career since he left the Lakers. You know, he's still... I don't think he can guard anybody, which is his problem with the Lakers, but he's he's a very consistent offensive scorer. Not a great three-point shooter, but you still got to pay attention to him. But he finds a way to get in the lane, get to the to the basket. He's got a mid-range game. You know, he's 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 good for 18 points a game on most teams that he plays with. So, you know, are those guys going to move any needles? Probably not that much. They may reinforce our, our, you know, ability to get into the play-in tournament at the end of the year. I don't think they necessarily make us a play-off team, meaning uh, seeds one through six. But now, if we can get Miles Turner and uh, and Buddy Heald, however, I think, you know, obviously that, you know, that certainly makes us competitive, I think, for a play-off spot. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely agree with you. But, you know, the thing that I'm the most worried about is, you know, I know Russell Westbrook is a good player. Obviously, last season, he did not have a a good year at all. And I know right now the Lakers are comfortable going into the season with him. But the thing that I'm most worried about with Russ is not necessarily, you know, his, his scoring ability and him really on the floor. I think it's just more so about the chemistry. And I just think it it's pretty apparent that the chemistry between Russell Westbrook, LeBron and AD just isn't there. Now, maybe I could be 
totally wrong. But that's why, you know, getting more, you know, trading him and getting guys like Mike Conley, Bogdanovich, Jordan Clarkson, who, yeah, maybe aren't, you know, superstars who are going to, like you said, dad, make us a playoff team. I don't know, though, because I, I just think that, you know, if you could have guys where the chemistry is better, I just think there's been so much drama with Russ. It's just I get worried about, you know, just keeping him this season mainly because of that. But, you know, obviously... Like I've been saying, and like it's been reported, you know, the Lakers feel comfortable. Uh, you know, they're not in any kind of a rush to trade Russell Westbrook, which you obviously want to make the best decision. Make sure that you're, you know, getting your money's worth and, you know, doing a good trade and that sort. So they're obviously comfortable going into the season with Russell Westbrook. So if we do that, you know, I, I still think, though, whether we go into the season with him, I don't think we're going to be finishing the season with him. You know, Hannah, uh, you may recall, this has, of course, been a long off-season for Laker fans. You know, we've been- I literally feel like it's been like a year of no basketball. I can't do it anymore. I'm so bored. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time. And I, if you remember, I was saying from the very beginning when everybody started saying, you know, we've got to trade Russell Westbrook, we've got to trade Russell Westbrook, that, that maybe the best thing for the team is to kind of just swallow hard you know, accept the fact that you may have another rough season, but at least at the end of that year when his contract is up, you've got a lot of cap space. You know, I still tend to feel that that's better than making a bad trade. So what's a bad trade? A bad trade is when you're giving up, you know, your future, all your future draft picks uh, and or you're taking back bad contracts that you're going to be stuck with for two or three years, you know, and I, I feel that it's it's been a strange off season, Hannah, because the coach has always talked since day one as though Russell Westbrook's going to be on the team and how much he's looking forward to it, and yet the media is just saturated with you know the need to trade Russell Westbrook at all costs. It's it's kind of hard to know what the truth is. Uh, are the Lakers really comfortable going into the season with Russell Westbrook? My guess is it's not their first choice, but they may not have a choice at this point. And you know you know we may have to see what happens. But again, if nothing else, his his money will come off the books at the end of the year. So if by some chance you know we have another bad season, there's at least some cap space light ahead. That's true, but I just, you know, and I understand where you're coming from with that, and there's parts of me that agree. The only thing is, you know, we have LeBron James, who's you know, only got a, a few more years left. You know, I think the Lakers are obviously in win-now mode. I don't think LeBron wants to have another season where he misses the playoffs. Uh, he wants to contend for a championship, and obviously this roster is really not a championship, you know, contending roster. Now, obviously, you just never know. Maybe the season will start, and we will have the best chemistry in the world, and everything will just click. We'll stay healthy and we will but uh you know I just I don't as it stands right now I don't really see us being a championship contending team and obviously I just think when like I said with LeBron James now ending his career you're in win now mode you're not really in let's have another bad season and then hopefully you know next year get it together well Hannah you know that I I I love LeBron but I'm not like all about LeBron I I don't you know in my view mortgaging your entire future just for LeBron you know, I understand you've got a commitment to him and you want to do the best you can, but I, I you know, LeBron's going to be gone. If the Lakers have no draft picks at that point, just think of what their future is going to look like. So, uh, you know, right now, again, uh, they've only got 13 people on the roster. I think the rules mandate that you have to start the season with at least 14. So there's at least one more guy who's going to make this roster. And of course, most teams have 15. So, you know, they have at least one and maybe two spots that they want to fill before training camp if possible. 
And I'm not sure who that's going to be. Now, you're going to laugh at me when I say this. I already know where you're going with this, Dad. Just say it. Say it already. Okay, I, I still feel that Cole Swider might have a chance. He's, well, that's it. Now we're a championship contending team. We're winning it all this year, guys. Well, I can tell you one thing. I don't know if there's any other facet to his game, although I suspect there is. But even if there's not, I can tell you he's the best three-point shooter on this team, and there's nobody even close. And that's got to that's got to count for something, Hannah. That's pretty pathetic. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm just saying he's he's 6'9", so he's got some length. Uh, look, I'm not saying he's going to be the guy. Uh, but what I'm saying is, if this, you know, the, you can't tell a lot from summer league. But I think the one thing you might be able to tell a little bit is, can the guy shoot or can he not shoot? And I haven't seen a guy shoot three pointers like this guy in a long time, really. You know, uh, and I understand it was summer league, but you still got to make those out, you know, those long outside shots. And and uh, I, I don't know. I'm just telling you, if if all else fails, I think there's at least some possibility. You know, they have another big guy named Jay Huff who I think is probably on the South Bay Lakers, but probably deserving of a two-way contract because in summer league, every time he played, the Lakers won. Every time he didn't play, the Lakers lost. He's got some skills. So, you know, I wouldn't mind if, if there's no other choice. I mean, if there's another choice, great. But if there's no other choice, you know, if Swider was on the roster and they gave his position as the two-way contract to Jay Huff, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I guess not. I mean, I, I hope it doesn't come down to just that. I would like us to maybe have a little bit more, just a little bit more on this team. But, you know, we're going to have to wait and see. Obviously, you know, like I said to, to start out the show, uh, just about three weeks until training camp. So we very well may, you know, every second something could happen. There could be a trade or or not. But, you know, the Lakers, like I said, only have 13 players. They have to go into it with at least 14, most likely 15. So there will be some new additions to this roster. Um, who it's going to be just uh, remains to be seen. But Laker fam, I think that's going to be it for this episode. I want to hear from you guys, though. Would you be excited if the Lakers traded Russell Westbrook and uh, and got Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, and Bogdanovich? Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. Or, of course, you can also message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker hand and Laker dad are out. Bye, everyone.